1: Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into those drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton along with Mike Hanford. Okay, yes. Hi. And Tim
2: Kalpakis. What is up? Ooh, Mike, that was a little gold bloom action, maybe? I was doing a little gold bloom action. I watched uh well, you and I were in a, a hotel room the other day for Joe Saunders' wedding. We're watching a little bit of uh Jurassic Park. The, the classic. classic Dino meets human park
1: <laughs> story. <laughs> That little roar thing he does in the helicopter is the funniest to me. <laughs> har- are you, har- if you're talking about the T-Rex, <laughs> that's not. <a> little <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, kind of a big one.
1: Roar. Um, Mookie made the point that
2: the T-Rex in Jurassic Park sounds a bit like a train. Yeah, I thought that was you who said that. They they like Look a choo choo. Compile a bunch of, compiled a bunch of animal sounds and then a train sound, and there you go. Mm.
0: They didn't figure out the real T-Rex. sound? was it, <laughs> Do you remember that video? From, like, a year or two ago where, like, they figured out a, a caveman's voice and he's like, <laughs> "Ah!" Yeah, yeah, so they yeah, they analyzed great. the throat of a caveman.
2: Analyze this.
1: <laughs> it was like a news clip, right? Yeah. It that was, was so ah! funny. It was, like, it was like his panicked scream.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, they've also kind of, uh, we know that uh, our beloved Abraham Lincoln had a kind of a funny high voice. It it wasn't like a four score and seven. It was like
2: four score and seven years ago. Wait, how how did that? How do people know that?
0: The like written accounts of. uh, Oh, just, you know, explaining what 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 he sounded like. But because I don't think they're they didn't have the old phonograph back then. Mm -hmm. But it's weird to think here he is some time honored historic guy with a funny voice. Then you have three. Smooth tongued podcasters. Yeah, Maybe yeah, we're gonna yeah. be the next honest Abes. <laughs>
2: Four
1: scores and
2: seven years ago.
1: All well, right. Daniel Day Lewis sort of did the did the real Lincoln voice, didn't he?
0: No, no, no. Um Did I tell you about when I went to a uh a SAG screening of that movie and saw him talk about the voice and stuff?
2: No. Oh yeah.
1: No for Jeff and
0: yes for Mike. Okay. I'm
2: glad, Jeff, you don't. Because if you said you both said yes, Tim wouldn't have yes. kept going. No, <laughs>
0: tell
1: me. I Normally, lied. he's not a guy who appears too much, is he? Or is that not so um, true recently? Who,
0: he, Tim? Uh, Tim appears everywhere. And especially there's a free movie screening. <laughs> I'm there. Um, but I went to the Bruin Theater in Westwood, right across from the Licorice Pizza Theater. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, Regency. Or no, right Regent. Anyway. Steve Spielberg's there all the hits are there and they're doing a little chat about their uh Abraham Lincoln movie and Daniel Day-Lewis is on the panel which was exciting for me because uh, as a fellow actor you know he and I have a lot in common Yeah, and, I bet. um he well retired actors too he
1: yeah, he's come out of retirement
0: a couple times I never have I retired not a lot of people don't know this but after the birthday boy show I told my reps no more auditions you want to cast me, cast me. but I won't Offer audition. only. But wait. Offer only. I like it.
2: Yeah, you, you didn't retire from acting. You just retired from auditioning because you've been in stuff since.
0: Yeah, I've <laughs> graced the you screen. You were in love. Yeah, he does it as a
2: personal favor.
0: Right. If, if a good buddy of mine needs a part, needs life breathed into a role, then of course. <laughs> we just
2: can't get this character right. I'm bringing Tim. He's, he'll bring life to this character. Well, He's like Kurt Russell.
0: Is that what he does?
2: Or Rick
1: Moranis.
0: Who no, I'm like Kurt Russell for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um somebody at this Q&A asked Sir Daniel, mm. uh, is it daunting um you know like Abraham Lincoln, we all have our preconceived notions of uh what he was like and you're playing this historical character is that hard to do? And um are you thinking about the performance you're giving or are you thinking about the real guy or what are you doing? And uh Lewis gave the best answer ever. He he weirded everyone out because he goes, well, here's the thing. Abraham Lincoln, he really existed. So that actually makes it easy for me because if you once lived on Earth, it means that your spirit is still out there in, in the ether. So all I had to do was cast lines out and connect to his to the real abraham lincoln who's still here and yes. he was able to talk through me <laughs> this and, is awesome <laughs> but it was even it gets even better because he he talks his way for like a full minute and we're all kind of like you know nudging the people next to us saying uh <laughs> maniac this means and mine he wraps it up by saying now of course everything that i've told you just now is an illusion but it's the illusion i told myself
1: oh uh, i like uh, it i said
0: you little fucker you know the you know that Abe ourselves. isn't floating around in the ether and helping you act, but you tricked yourself into it. <laughs> you know, if I was me with him, my
2: vocal warm ups.
1: You know what I heard is that in order to um, get into the role, he has to be paid only five dollars in cash, but at the beginning of the shoot,
2: <laughs> he gets paid whatever president he's uh, doing. Yeah, and he looked down at that five dollar bill and he said, "Abe."
1: I got you, baby.
2: <laughs> I got you now. And I'm holding you prison in my wallet <laughs> for the entirety of this
0: shoot. We could do that funny. We should shoot that. It would be a funny sketch. And then the, the fiber goes into the wall. And you're like, get me out of here. It could be funny. No, no, no. I thought
2: you said, wait, did you say fiber or fiber?
0: I said fiber, but it's made out of fibers.
2: <laughs> the fiber, the fibrous fiber. Ooh, I like that. <laughs>
0: The fiber is
1: fiber. The illusions we tell ourselves. Yeah, the illusions we tell ourselves. Should we get into some booze news? I think that would be pleasant. Hit it. Oh great! I don't have the fucking thing. You sent it to me, right?
0: Certainly did.
2: Okay, I'll kill some time here. Oh no! Look Look at this!
0: I look at my Gmail. There, it's sitting there, uploaded, never sent. Just ah,
2: damn, damn. You can probably hear me chewing a little bit.
1: Yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, I don't bought do, grapes. Yeah, careful, though. People don't like that. They barely they like, like the sips. They barely like the sips.
0: Oh, they like the sips.
2: Well, I got grapes. And I'll tell you something. I usually <laughs> stay away from grapes because I don't eat them quick enough. They get mushy and whatever else. Mm. But I'm eating these quick, and boy, they are flavorful grapes. Green grapes off the vine. You ever freeze them, Mike?
0: No. Oh, you That's got a, to.
2: Yeah, my mom used to do it.
0: It makes him
2: a, a little popsicle. I'm going to do that right now.
0: No, stay here, Mike. Oh, off he goes.
2: <laughs> Hold on, I got to freeze a grape.
0: Um, would you bust a grape in a fruit fight?
2: Because I know either. you got a mouth
0: like a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Loud as a motorbike. Uh, no, I would not be involved in a fruit fight, for, for, for starters. Have you ever to been... To... Go ahead. No, I prefer joke. to debate people with my words, not with fruit. Yeah, in the
1: marketplace of ideas. Thank you, Tim. <laughs>
2: what about, Ooh, have you guys cracker. ever been in a real food fight? Like, has your cafeteria ever erupted in a food fight? No, but that would be fun. I don't really go to a cafeteria anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Clifton's. No, not yeah. at any
1: of your summits?
2: <laughs> yeah, my, my, my G5 summits.
1: All right, can we get into some business? Please. Hit it. Mookie was showing me this artist wet leg. Have you heard of them?
0: No. Heard, not had. He said, Baby, do you want to come home with me? I got Buffalo sixty-six. Six on, on DVD you said, Baby, do you want to come home with me? I got
2: Buffalo sixty-six. Mm-mm. On DVD
0: If you want something grimy, slimy, turns you off, grosses you out a little bit, makes your skin crawl a little bit.
1: Brendan Fraser is, the, uh, is scaring
2: the crap out Indiana of me. Indiana Jones. Coming soon to own on video
0: and DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Wet Leg Dry Martini by Josh Barnett. And if you have a booze news team, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Now, Jeff. You like Wet Leg, you like the song Shays Long, did you know about this Buffalo 66 song?
1: I did, I'd heard it. Ah. Also, I'm no I'm no scholar in Wet Leg, I just liked him that week we talked about him. Now but I'm then, on to the next thing, Tim.
0: But then, uh, so Josh <laughs> was sampling me in our Patreon episode, Best First scene. I elected the movie Buffalo, Buffalo 66. 66.
1: Hmm. 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 Very hmm. cool.
0: Josh is also the guy that tipped us off that um, we played at the same Chicago music venue as... Gale. Gale? Can you believe it? Wow. Also, I gotta
2: say, our show- I didn't realize that was Gale in the- I thought that was a cover band. That was Gale herself?
0: The Sloppy Boys and Don't Stop or Will Die played at Subterranean Chicago in October 2021. Yeah. Flash forward, six months, same room, Gale.
2: That's, I, I just looked at that very quickly. Wow.
1: Gale. Yep. Also, our show looked more fun. Gotta say it. Sorry, Gail.
0: No, Gail rules we suck. I think it's cool that she has a hit, <laughs> billboard hit, like major chart topper hit, and she's touring little venues with a little three-piece band and kind of not playing to a backing track. It was a funny fun yeah, little They sounded shit. good.
2: They sounded fun. They're fun. Gail. Dang. I'm back Dang. on the Gail train. Love Gail. Love Gail. Back in, back in the Chopter Copter.
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'm back on the live rod train. I love Live Rod.
2: Come on. Hey, when we were, geez, I keep talking about this wedding. When we were at that wedding uh, this weekend, you know, we ate at that, uh, what was it? Uh, Pitching post. Supra
0: La Super Rica.
2: Yeah, it was great. As we were going home, Mitch was taking me back to the hotel. There was a big line of people uh, sitting out and we we pulled up. I said, hey, what's going on here? What are you guys uh, waiting for? They said, Olivia Rodrigo. I said, oh my God, she was playing in that town that
0: night. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. I overheard a conversation of some kids talking about they were going to Olivia Rodrigo, and I'm guessing it would have been at the bowl, the Santa Barbara Bowl.
2: Mm, I guess so. I was kind of unclear where we were.
0: <laughs> but I had heard that, and I was like, well, that's rather exciting. Then I'm walking to the wedding. I walked past a coffee shop. I hear, good for you. And it, it kind of sounded a little echoey. And I was like, live rod. And wow. I ran up. I was like, could you imagine if she's playing in this little coffee shop? No, it was merely the MP3 <laughs> playing over the echoey speakers and a trick Oh,
2: man. Um, I looked at tickets, though. I went on uh, StubHub to see how much they would be. 250 bucks.
0: Yeah, she's playing She's, she's playing small venues for such a huge star. She, like, played the Greek recently so th- so they can gouge on the, the... The Greek's
2: a nice place.
0: Yeah, I oh, saw, Greek I saw... is a good uh, ethnicity, actually. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's all right.
0: Hey. I- I'll um, put a hex on you. <laughs> hex on May you. Zeus strike you down into a little <laughs> goat, man.
1: Uh, the greatest of all time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not
0: so bad. Not so bad, I'll <laughs> take
1: it. I wouldn't mind a Zeus goating. He's starting to like these Greeks.
0: Um, you guys ready for the booze news? Yes. Yeah, who's got it? I got a couple. Of, uh, Mike, you had something, right? So,
2: I got something. I'll save mine to the very end.
0: I got two little quick one-hitters. uh I just wanted to mention, uh, it, it, hey, pfft, summer is arriving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's going to be a couple little stunty, collabby kind of little attention grabby uh, things from the booze companies, and I oh. got two of them. One, Miller Light beer coal. Yes, it's beer infused charcoal. You put it on Aww. your barbecue grill, makes your food taste like Miller Light. What do you think? Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. It's coal. It's charcoal for your it's grill. It's
2: coal, Jerry. I don't like it. Mike. Uh I love it. And I'm wondering <laughs> how how they do that.
0: This is good panel like you guys would be good on a British panel <laughs> show. I don't like the, this. I the, love it.
2: the science of it is uh, uh, my brain is reeling over the science of it. I, I find that type of stuff very interesting. I'm kind of a noob when it comes to coal. Like I know Here's what some you people do is who- you
0: take a lot of uh, beer and you just cram it down into a piece of coal, but you can't cram too hard or else it'll be a Miller Lake diamond.
2: It. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want it to be wet either. They're just not soaking coal and beer. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, we're probably not going to get to try this because they're doing, they just did like some little drops, you know, like, oh, we sold out. It's like, yeah, sh- no shit, you only made
2: Oh, they do, <laughs> they do, they announce a product that only five people can have and nobody uses it.
0: Here's another limited well, release hold, product. Hold, hold on,
2: Timmy. Fuck. You're, you're a steakhousey guy. Have you ever had a steak
1: and noticed that they were like, oh, this was cooked on wood chips, like cherry wood chips or... I don't understand the flavor going into the meat from coal or wood or whatever. Have, has that ever made a noticeable well, difference? Well, there's too? a
0: lot you don't understand, it, Jason. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, like
2: hickory smoked and, and cherry. absolutely yeah, it's huge difference.
0: Rich. That uh, when we were in Santa Barbara, we went to the Hitching Post. We ate steaks. They were made with oak, an open fire, red oak flame going on. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely taste that charcoal. If you make burgers, not so much hot dogs. It's kind of hard to pierce through that skin but like if you make burgers on propane or charcoal your boy tim can tell the difference no problem um but my beloved steakhouses
1: Mm.
0: uh like the really old old ones i like they're actually doing a cast iron pan
2: sizzle all right
0: next (laughs) the next stunt malort spritz Yes, the Stinky Spirit of Chicago Whoa. has made a nice summery spritz. Um, it's it's a canned beverage. Um, you know, they've been looking for a way to kind of, Malort is a bit of a, a stunt shot, but <laughs> here's one thing that was interesting to me. Jepson's Malort spritz. It is made with grapefruit soda, hibiscus, lime juice, and Malort. And when we tasted it, we did note uh, that it had like hints of kind of grapefruit rind to it so mixing yeah. it with grapefruit soda is not a bad idea this is available in select locations within chicago kind of a tongue-in-cheek way of taking on the aperol spritz i no like Lord. the idea
1: of that My God. Um, but i did mention um when we talked about mcgillicuddy what was the what yeah, was menthol, the menthol menthol stuff like is that really a flavor you want to sit with for eight ounces i feel like some stuff is better as a pow
0: yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I mean the, the it has the spritz part of it has to cut that down because you can't drink an eight ounce, You'd twelve think. ounce can of this trap.
1: But even that flavor in its diluted form, I don't know if I want to sit with it.
0: Yeah. Right, because I mean we don't hate Melort, we think it's a fun, funny thing to take a shot of and then go, Ooh. So <laughs> you if you're kind of getting rid of that factor, am I gonna have a big can and go, Ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: I don't know. I don't
1: uh, know. I'd try it. I'm curious.
0: Slophead, send it to us.
1: Hey, Tim, now you
2: have my attention. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't like a stunt thing. This is like they're actually producing these and you can buy them in stores. Yeah, in it's
0: only it's only available. Um, like there's um, two places in Chicago that are selling it. And if you want to those, know those places, I'll read them to you out loud <laughs> right now.
1: Z- Get your ears ready, listeners. <laughs> <Everybody>? <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Uh, bzz, bzz, uh, Maria's and <laughs> another place. <laughs> I'm not going to read this whole article again. No need to. No
1: need to. I bet Mike's got such a good piece of booze news that listeners will forget all
2: about that. Yeah, come on. Yeah, forget me. about that because we've got booze news here. So there is something that's brought to my attention. The Instagram 50 best bars is uh, at 50 best bars. It's a website it's i think it's kind of like the IBA it's like a list of 50 the 50 best bars nice mm. and katana kitten is on on that Hey! List. cool and today uh, 7 hours ago uh Masahiro Urashido, mm-hmm. the manager the owner was named uh, peer voted Alto's bartender's bartender of 2022
0: fantastic congratulations masa we He's- uh, Jack Shram introduced us to him, and uh, it's a great place, great drinks, fun time to be had.
2: He's very nice. Uh, the, the little article I read talked about, uh, you know, his he makes his place so fun, which we dealt with when he we met him. He mm. put like little fun toys with our drinks and stuff, and he's got that that good smile. He's got a really welcoming smile, and I couldn't be happier for Massa. Congrats!
1: What a great distinction. The bartender's bartender. Yeah, you know? like we're sort of like the podcasters podcaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I've heard that. That you know, um, Sarah Koenig gets off of work, you know, she's all grumpy. Scott Aukerman comes home from work, all grumpy. Mm-hmm. What podcast did they put on to relax mm-hmm. while they're drinking a Miller Lite cereal? Your boys, sloppy boys, yeah, <laughs> oh,
2: no sloppy boys. Um, people ask me all the time. I get I get Instagram uh, messages like, "Hey, I'm coming to New York. What place would you recommend?" Katana Kitten is always the one. Yeah. Uh, I recommend. So, folks, don't Instagram message me anymore. It's Katana Kitten.
0: Get the uh, that uh, Midori Highball I got. The lemon lime soda, very good. Oh
2: yes, and that sandwich. Ooh, that sandwich. Ooh, the fried bologna sandwich. Balloon
0: sandwich.
2: <laughs> and that sandwich. Ooh, that sandwich. Is that it for booze news?
1: I'm done. Wrap it up. Punch
0: out. Hmm.
1: That's correct. Punch out. Damn. A little slow there, Mike.
2: Timmy beat you to it because he loves that geek shit. Yeah, wait, Tim won the... I forget who won the, uh, who won the Nintendo challenge. That was, it wasn't uh, me, I don't think. It was Tim.
0: I, I knew Toad was 32.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Possibly the
1: best piece of information to come down the pipeline on this so pod was the fact that Toad is canonically 32 Toad years old. Toad is 32. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for the drink of the day? Yes. Yes. This is a yes. big one I've been looking forward to
2: really yeah
1: yeah me of all people mm. <laughs> yes that's right it's the traditional brazilian drink caipirinha Ooh.
0: yes yes caipirinha you've had
2: no you've heard
0: I've had, I've made them for you guys. So, Michael, I know you've had. Tim, you I've had regard. You've had. I've had? You've you <laughs> both You both had Jeff, you're a lime freak. Uh you what? should be ordering these everywhere you go. When had when? Um it was a it was it was it's a device. Here's the thing: the spirit, the main spirit in this drink, uh cachaca, yes. is a bit divisive. So do you remember back at our old house. We had a little run of having like barbecue, like a grilling and a movie. Like we'd be like, we'd watch sure. uh, Three Amigos and I'd make tacos. Do you remember yeah, it that? Our, it was our mm-hmm. grilling
2: and a movie se- series. It would happen every On summer. Uh,
0: yeah, it was free to all Los Angeles residents with a library mm-hmm. card. One, of, I don't remember. I don't think we were watching the movie Brazil, uh, but I think that we were watching a Brazilian film or Brazilian comedy or something like that. And for that reason, I got a bottle of cachaça. I'm, I heard of it because I had seen it on Bourdain. There's in the Brazil episode of Bourdain, he loves them and drinks a lot. Anyway, I I made them for us and we all had a little bit of trouble. With, there was a bottle of cachaça left over because we, we were oh, no. tripped up by it a little bit. Oh.
1: Interesting. Now, Tim, you had your finger on the pulse because that must have been back when caipirinhas were kind of new on the scene. Mm. I did a little digging, and we'll get into the deeper history, but the recent like, history as far as its consumption in America... I wasn't seeing a ton of articles about this until the late aughts Mm. or the early 2010s. There were a ton of articles about like, so there's this new thing called cachaça. Right. And here's Brazil's new drink. And I think it coincided with the announcement that Brazil was going to be hosting the Summer Olympics in 2016. Uh There was this newfound curiosity in Brazil's huge, uh, not export, but it's their national spirit. Um, It was often called Brazilian rum. Mm -hmm. But in 2012, they made an agreement with America not to call it Brazilian rum anymore. (laughs) An agreement. In February 2013, the U.S. Department of Treasury's Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau published a final rule making the quote-unquote distinctive product of cachaça designation official. Under the 2012 understanding, Brazil now has 30 days to issue a similar regulation to recognize Tennessee whiskey and bourbon whiskey as distinct products of the United States. So it was a little bit like, okay, we'll call cachaça cachaça, but you better give us credit for the whiskey.
0: That That is A, that is so funny that they would have make a little agreement like that. B, I'm now remembering maybe this wasn't at our old house. Maybe it was the Olympics for me. It could have been that. At here, at my place, maybe I was watching the opening ni- opening ceremonies and mm. had a couple people over to watch the opening ceremonies, and that's when I made the drink, perhaps. Mm. No, no,
2: no. I maintain have not had. Well. Still haven't heard. It's a drink that uh,
1: sounds a little like a daiquiri, looks a little like a mojito, mm. and um, you know it ain't too far off. The deep history is that back in 1918, a similar drink included garlic and honey and, and was used to combat the Spanish flu.
2: Garlic and honey?
1: We also have sailors who used to use rum and citrus, as we learned, to ward off scurvy. Sure. Once they hit Brazil, they switched out the rum for cachaça. But the caipirinha, as it's known today, was invented by landowning farmers in the countryside of Sao Paulo to reflect the nation's strong sugarcane culture at high standard events and parties. Interesting. So this is Brazil's national cocktail and... um. Cachaca is mostly used for this. Right. Despite being a a massive, massive drink, they they down them 24-7 over there. They (laughs) didn't really get outside of Brazil until later on. Hence all this um, Brazilian rum kerfuffle. Ah,
0: So that makes a lot of sense. I heard there's a a good um, legitimate cocktail podcast called uh, uh, Cocktail College.
1: I resent
2: uh, that, but keep going.
0: Well, they don't. <laughs> they don't really talk so much about Lu- Olivia Rodrigo or, or Gail on that show. They kind of focus. Mm, what on
2: What pop stars? <laughs> what teenage pop stars do they talk about?
0: Uh, well, they, they. I mean, they talked about Katy Perry back in the day, but
1: Killer Roy uh, type stuff. No,
0: uh, <laughs> they were saying th- that thing about it being the national drink and saying like, please don't call cachaca just like Brazilian rum. There, there's a there's a reason for it that's interesting. Uh, these guys on this pod were saying it's like. It's almost like taking it back. It's like this spirit, as opposed to rum that's made from the molasses that comes from a sugar cane. This mm. is a sugar cane by like right off the sugar cane. So like enslaved people that worked in the farms made cachaca with like the leftover froth from sugar cane when it was made of sugar, something like that. So that it it was seen in Brazil by the rich people as like a low class drink. Uh, right. Specifically, the like bottles of cachaca. In Brazil, they didn't want to be known for that. They were like, we have fancy fortified wine and blah, 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 blah. Know us for this. And then decades later, as you almost see this more in food. Like on the cocktail college, they were talking about in French blue, cuisine. The blue collar aspect. Yeah, that like sometimes the fanciest French restaurants will take peasant food and make it really well and be proud of it. And it's ah. like saying, no, this is our culture. So I think that that's why, Jay, what you're saying about Brazil being like, this is the national drink. It's the official drink of the 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 Olympics, all that. They're saying, like, look, it is, it might be a part of our it, it might be not what seen as like a fancy cocktail or something, but it, it is Brazilian. We drink yeah. them a lot here. And and my image of it is more just like as opposed to like a daiquiri, simple daiquiri that's like strained and fancy and a bit of an indoor drink. This is like a crushable beach drink that you actually sit in the sun by the beach and you chug.
1: Even the name uh, Caipirinha, I found, uh, it's derived the, d- the diminutive form of Caipira, which means someone from the countryside. But it's got a little bit of a connotation like hillbilly. Mm-hmm. So Caipirinha um, Kaip- means that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Caipira means like someone from the countryside. And the diminutive form or the feminine form. So Caipirinha basically means little country girl. Mm. It's kind of the, e- the, e- the everyman's drink.
2: I like it. I what this rum's going to taste like. If it's going to be uh, like sweet... Well,
0: I I stole a little uh, sip of the one that Jeff got for us, and I and <gasps> it did taste good. As, as this cachaça can have a grassiness or an earthiness that turns people off, and I I've like I, I've put effort into trying to acquire a taste for it, but um, this one that that Jeffy got is sort of a uh, it is akin to a white rum in a way. I can't
2: kind. believe this. I, this is the first time hearing of this or seeing it. And you're already acquiring taste. You've been making it for <laughs> the Olympic ceremonies. My
0: God. I got it. Be, uh, I've had it recently. It was on my mind because of um, those tiki classes I took online during COVID, the ah. uh, spirit guides. I had, to, I had to buy it then.
2: When did this, when was this, invent- Jeff, is this one of the uh, new classics, the or contemporary classics, the new era? The, the-, uh,
0: the
1: IBA considers it a contemporary classic. Mm. I mean, it, it might be like new to um, dummy Americans, but this thing's been around. I'm going to uh, play a little clip from Parts Unknown. This is the 2014 episode where he goes to Salvador. Oh, hell yeah. And um, this is just Bourdain talking a little bit about the taste, and then I'll talk about the recipe. Caipirinha
2: and caipirinhas. Did I mention caipirinhas? They do those here, too. I like them. I like them a lot. (laughs) What's magical about this cocktail is the first taste. It's like, I don't know, man a little too something and then like that second sip it's like oh that's kind of good <laughs> and the third sip it's where are my pants
1: <laughs> so i'm interested to hear to taste this earthy sort of herbal flavor yeah baby He's
2: describing the. we have drinks like that on this podcast all the time where you take the first sip. and You're like, oh, no. And then you take, oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) And it makes sense with this one because it's very limey and it's you really cram in the crushed ice. I also think in Brazil, I think it's okay to have your sugar like not fully dissolve and have a little crunch to it on the bottom. I
1: believe Mm, that sounds good. Well, uh, as an ice freak and a lime freak, I look forward to this one. (laughs) Here's how you make it according to the IBA, 60 milliliters cachaça, that's two ounces. One lime cut into small wedges, a whole lime. I saw a lot of recipes calling for half a lime, so I'm into this. Four teaspoons white cane sugar. The method, place lime and sugar into a double old fashioned glass and muddle gently. Fill the glass with cracked ice, not crushed, and add cachaça. Stir gently to involve ingredients. And then there's a little note here: the kyperoska instead of kashaka, use vodka. Oh, (laughs) except kashaka, use
2: vodka.
0: Now I know I know what you guys are probably thinking. Oh, yeah, four teaspoons of sugar. Tim probably uh, has a big bag of sugar in his uh, kitchen. Wrong! I got fumigated. All my food was thrown out. Empty cabinets. Here's Mm. what I did. I didn't want to buy sugar because I know what you did. I went to the cafe Los Feliz and yeah, you fucking took a bunch of packets. <laughs> one large coffee, please, and then <laughs> eight sugar packets into the breast <laughs> pocket.
2: <laughs> I like to get hyped up. Smart, a resourceful Los Felizian. Now, here's my question: <laughs> This doesn't seem like much liquid. Can we say? Can we agree on that? Agreed. We agree. This is not. This is not going to be much uh, in there. I don't think.
0: Agree. Can I tell you what you do? In preparation for this pod, I took a bunch of ice cubes, put them in a plastic bag, took a hammer, hammered them. So I have crushed ice. So you really want to
2: fill that thing? I gotta do. I gotta do that. Still, that might take me a second. But um, you
0: know. So and also, wait. I wasn't listening when you went through the method, but I don't think you strain this. You let you let the let the lime gunk sit in your cup, right? Yeah. So that's good.
1: I saw some other ways of preparing that seemed better, like shaking, and. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of the best pictures. You see a big icy glass and little chunks of lime kind of throughout, mm. you know, like decorating the whole thing like a big you're walking around with a, like a lava lamp or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't like all the muddle down bottom. That's what I don't like about mojitos. I don't like clogging up my straw.
0: This is um, shocking. That I'm looking at the method, Jeff. You're right. It's It just says stir gently, but I could have sworn muddle gently, stir gently. I feel like this is such a shaker drink. You I mean, know parts
2: unknown, they were shaking the hell out Shake of it. Shake the shit out of it. Hmm. But this is very gentle. This recipe is very gentle. Mm. Shake
0: it. I've Stir also it seen, in order to not make it too like bitter, you can take your lime, cut it in half, and then go around the outside like cutting some of the skin off so that you're not just like muddling a stinky green skin and get more of the fruit out. But hey, whatever.
1: Okay, whatever. Well, all right. I think we're armed with the proper information. Wonderful. Love it. Folks. See you after the ads.
2: Peace. Cool. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. To the mixery. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you
1: online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. With Kuiperinas. Guys, did you have fun muddling? I did. I had
0: fun muddling, and then I hate to break it to you guys. I gave it a little shake, my shaker. You.
1: <laughs> I you son of a bitch! I knew you
0: couldn't resist. I tried stirring gently, and it was all just lime and sugar at the bottom, and I. That's a lot of
1: lime in there. Yeah. You don't want to have the Dagaba system down bottom. You want it to float up, up, up.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what else. While I was muddling, I, I um, got a text. From the WGA, they want me to take a um, a survey, but Ooh. it says, hi, Tim, this is Spiro from the WGA, and I'm wondering if it's because I'm Greek. They sent the Greek guy to try to <laughs> get my survey. Well. I got a lot of cousins and uncles named Spiro.
2: First sips? I got to tell you, I uh, feel like I'm swayed by the smell already. I do not like the smell of this. Hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: Would you describe the smell you don't like as grassy? Because people Mm -hmm. say it's grassy.
1: I took a little sneaky sip of that cachaça. I
0: took a little sneaky sip. It was almost like tequila.
1: Herbaceous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going in. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Mm. Mmm.
2: That is tequila-like. Yasu. I kind of like it.
0: Ooh, it's tart and tangy, and it makes you want to have a little bit of fun.
2: It wow. makes you want to wow! <laughs> 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 is, I like this, Jeff. That's a nice song. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to stir this up a little. More.
0: Um, have you seen the um, <laughs> viral videos of Brazil? There's a dance in Brazilian uh n- nightclubs where like the guy will be like standing, and a lady puts her feet on. His shoulders almost in like a wheelbarrow position and smashes her butt into his oh, face. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, when that. I sip this, I kind of made me want to do that dance.
2: <laughs> there are a lot of limes in here. When I, I cut up the limes, I was like, no way, this is all fitting.
1: Yeah. I saw a couple good tutorials on lime cutting for this. Here's mm-hmm. what I did I cut off the poles, you know? Me too. Yeah. And then, ah. and then I cut it pole to pole. Mm hmm. And then I v-cut out the center um, tough part, the bitter part, the, the yeah. tendon. Jeez. And then um, I read somewhere, in order to have less of a pool of like um, much better wasted lime juice, you put the you put the lime on its peel side down, and you cut into the flesh rather than you know if you're cutting into the tough peel, you're just kind of pressing the juice ah. out on the plate or the cutting board. And so, which isn't um,
2: much, but with a small fruit. Yeah, you're going to want that it, juice. You want
0: that juice. And so then
1: have, I, I basically cut eight or nine half moons out of this thing, and they're all floating around my drink. They look great.
0: It looks gorgeous. <laughs> it's sure very green and good looking. And I like that you're. You're not just one of these guys who's saying, oh, I'm a lime freak, end of story, I'll drink lime stuff. You're you're learning the craft of cutting your lime.
1: Just the beginning of the story, Tim.
0: Yeah, it's just, you're starting your lime journey. Act one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: our, f- our hero gets thrown into a situation.
0: Now, this is tart and tangy and zippy and so fun. And I feel like if you handed it to me and I didn't know any better, I would think it was a margarita. With with some, and I would say that spirit isn't just normal tequila. Is that some sort of strange mezcal you've given
2: me? Mm. I. The smell of it is. I do not like that. But you don't taste the, the smell at all.
0: What brand is your cachaça?
2: Mm. Yeah, let me show you.
1: Mine and Tim's um, is Soul.
2: Ah, uh, yes. Leblon. Yep. Leblon. LeBron. Hey, it's me, Leblon. Leblon.
0: Leblon James, the goat. <laughs>
2: On Bra- this, well, it says Brazilian rum on it. <laughs> it says <laughs> it says Kashaka. And it says Brazilian we made rum. a deal. They are not
0: adhering to the agreement. <laughs> Wait, what was the whiskey end of that deal? The, Tennessee to and
1: uh, it's like they need to uh, start uh, giving Tennessee whiskey respect. And uh, <laughs> Tennessee, well, well, it was a uh, bourbon whiskey and Tennessee whiskey. They need to be distinctive products.
0: But this they is made a, the point
1: like that would be like calling um, calling this Brazilian rum would be like calling tequila Mexican whiskey.
0: Yeah, oh. I had some Mexican whiskey, um, kind of recently. That corn, uh, what was the word? for Oh that? yeah, what was that? Where was that? Abasola or something like that. And it was uh, in in El Paso. We had this corn whiskey. Whoo! It was delicious. That's sweet.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was different. The sweet you can't beat.
0: You guys ever eaten any uh, Brazilian churrasco cuisine?
2: Mm, Yeah.
0: Most popular for us would
2: be. (laughs)
0: Yes, and I loved it. (laughs) The version Americans would know is fogo de chao. You ever go to fogo de chao?
2: No, no.
0: You uh, you ever you know what it is?
2: Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard. I'm not very versed in the ways of food.
0: Well, like there's one of these on like restaurant row in La Cienega. And so it's, this is like a chain version of it, mm-hmm. but Fogo de chow. I mean, you'll, yeah, you'll go there. Like it's like near Buca de Pepo And, uh, or actually it's across the street from Lowry's, which is funny. Cause they also have a hook, but. Fogo de Chão is a place where they're walking around the room with these giant skewers of meat and a knife. Mm. And the then swords kind of? Swords. And you have a little card on your table, green or red. Mm. And when, you're, when your plate, plate is full and you're eating, you put the red side up. But then when you flip the green side over, you get swarmed by these servers. Wow. Carving lamb and sirloin and Ugh. pork and chicken right onto your plate.
2: That's funny. Is it, is it all you can eat or is it like each?
0: It's all you can eat.
2: Wow, mm. and it's good. It tastes good.
0: Oh, it's so good. There's there's cheapy versions of it at the farmers market or at the Glendale Galleria, um, where where they're carving it and then weighing your plate. Um, ah, but yeah. Is fogo
2: de chow mean? Is fogo what's is chow? What, fogo what, what? is like
0: the Brazilian version of Frodo, and de chow is kind of the the, the Brazilian version. It's uh, Portuguese for baggins. it's like chow, like
1: like like chow
2: down. <laughs> Fro- yeah, Frodo of Baggins. Okay, I that can... just
0: reminded me Portuguese colonization of Brazil. That's the reason for the the needing to take back your Brazilian pride and say we drink cachaca proudly here. It was because they were they were Colonized. under Portuguese colonization.
1: Mm. Um, have gotcha. you guys been to Nosa? On our beloved Hillhurst Avenue. That's yes. another like local Brazilian place.
0: And before that, I ate at Tropical, which yeah, was Yeah, I was going to
1: say, what was the other one called? Bossa Nova Tropical. That's well, what
0: it Well, Bossa Nova is in Hollywood. That's good, too. Mm. Damn. I love when you get Brazilian food, sometimes there's this little powder on your plate that's like a breadcrumb mm. Next to your chicken and your beans There's a little pile of bready powder. You know, <laughs> it's good.
2: <laughs> it's a pile of bread. Um... Tropicalia, Tropicalia, it was called? Yeah. Of course, where I saw uh, Lizzie Kaplan get stub her toe on a- On the night oh of my wow. Christmas party? Way on yeah, my way to go to Tim's Christmas party. I had a magnum of Heineken under my arm.
0: <laughs> um, oh, boy. I just spilled. Ooh.
2: That
1: will happen. I was going to say. Ooh, with the guy I'll
0: tell you something else uh, great about Brazil. Hmm. The music. Antonio Carlos Jobim. Girl yes. from Imponema. Yeah, we should cover that.
2: That's a good one. He's got a lot of good songs. I I got like an album of his in college at some point, and uh, it probably just like a best of. I don't know. And uh, every once in a while, it comes on in my like mix. And I say, oh, these are good songs, <laughs> Ooh,
1: baby. You know the very best part of Brazil? What they got? Don't you say it. Butt lift, thinking about getting one. I
2: knew that was coming from our troglodyte friend Jeff. What
1: the BBL? (laughs) The BBL. We're all going to get one once we hit two thousand Patreon subscribers. BBLs all around. Do it as an episode. (laughs) Yeah, we're reviewing it.
0: Um, I'm I'm not bored for that. That sounds fun. Did you see what happened with my glasses? Wait, wait, now? wait. Did you we
1: we got we were driven by somebody. Do you remember this? Who was huh? in the car with me? We got an Uber or a Lyft and the woman driving us, her friend got a BBL and said she couldn't sit down for like 30 days. Like you have to stand
2: or lay on your oh, stomach. Oh yeah, that wasn't a Lyft. Who who was that? Or where were we going? But yes.
1: But it was wild to hear the inside track on it. like what goes in what, what, what's the prep and
2: post for a BBL? Yeah, she couldn't sit down for a month. Can you imagine? No sits? Yeah, she said I love the sit. Going to the bathroom was difficult.
0: Oh my god. Number one or number two?
2: Everything.
0: Um <laughs> now the BBL is like a fat transplant, right? Is that different from a butt injection? Hmm.
1: Hmm. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Well, mm-hmm. Jeff, while you research that, I'm going to tell you what just happened with my glass. You guys missed. Yeah, I spilled a little caipirinha on my desk here. Mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, and then I put my glass down so that I could uh, wipe the drink off my pants. And when I put the glass down, it started skating around in a figure eight because the <laughs> desk was wet and it looked like a, <laughs> it looked like a hovercraft kind of scooting all around my desk. <laughs> it was some poltergeist Man. type
2: shit. Is your desk vibrating? Do you have a vibrating desk?
0: Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. have a vibrator on <laughs> Hey,
2: watch it How the yeah. hell is that thing moving in Figure eights, perfect figure eights He says
0: <laughs> Oh, It just did a triple Lutz mm-hmm. like, a,
1: like a Ouija board a Ouija. Uh, I have uh, clarity Ouija on the Ouija Brazilian board. Butt lift, awesome. it says here The surgeon uses liposuction to remove Fat from your lower body, the extracted Fat is then purified and injected into Specific points on the buttocks To achieve the desired shape and size Does a BBL last forever? (laughs) Up to several years, and perhaps even several decades, depending on how well you treat your buttocks during the recovery process.
2: Damn,
0: gotta treat them well. You guys ever do that thing where you go to your doctor and you're like, "Hey, you think uh, 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 can I get a BBL?" And then your doctor's like, "Yeah, let me take a look down here." And then you and I go,
1: "Ow!" (laughs) And he gets blown out the door.
2: You fuck! You fucking
0: tricked me! You prank me!
2: Your doctor. I will every time I go to the doctor. I will say, "Is am I is now the right time for me to get a BBL?" And he says, <laughs> "Mike, no, don't don't screw with something that's already working for you." <laughs> <laughs> and it is. He said, "It is." He said, for "It you? is." He
1: said, "He said you're thirty nine. Your your butt looks great. Your anus is tip top. <laughs> he's you're
2: gonna have you're gonna have a a summer on the beach that I don't think anyone's had a better summer on the beach with that." He's Body. like,
1: see, no, Mike, you can't see this thing like I can.
0: This thing won't quit. <laughs> Mike, the The focus of your summer beach bod is not the butt. It's We've talked about this. You have vowed to get abs by the 4th of July.
2: Abs. That's what I'm saying. I don't have to touch the butt. The butt is doing its own thing. The butt is yeah. on autopilot at this point.
0: Yeah, but even if it's not, even if the butt becomes a, a pancake ass, you don't worry about it because all eyes are going to be on the six pack.
2: Right, I'm doing the six pack. The <laughs> yeah, work the core. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mm. got to do a crunch at some point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. better George. get around to that. That's another Brazilian musician, huh? You guys? Uh, yes, yeah. right? he's good.
2: He did all the music for Zizou, right? Steve zizu Life Aquatic. Mm. He did all the. Uh... oh Are you guys getting that, that
1: sweet sting and that that little bit of a hot face? Yep. Not really.
2: Well, you're not taking big enough sips. Um. Yeah, there's a reason I'm not taking big enough sips. Mike, mm-hmm. save
0: it for the final thoughts. Mike, you oh, bite right, your let's tongue. Let's get to that quickly. <laughs> Put you out of your misery. <laughs> um. Now, because I cheated and shook mine, I don't have any sugar crunchers. Do you guys have any sugar crunchers?
1: Not yet. Mm, Let me see what I got down here.
0: Oh, but you're not drinking with this. I don't think you're supposed to use a straw for this, actually. I and mean, then you can just get down to the bottom. And-
2: yeah, I don't think I'll be able to get to my crunchers oh, I got well, so i'm, much I'm uh, seeing them
1: i don't need to i don't need to fish around i'm seeing them down there Ooh, it looks good can't wait to get down to the crunchers now
0: that mine's a little melty you know it tastes like is one of those kind of uh what's the word for those pops those mexican fruit vendor pops that are you know the flat one on a popsicle stick delicious um the like lime version of those
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. palitas paletas yes yeah, there you go. Pallets. is that what it's called? Yep, Pallets.
0: P- no, palitos is
1: right. All right, folks, well, should we should we go to a second round?
0: Yep.
2: Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta work the advertisement in there somehow.
1: We're gonna get a second round going, and we'll see you right after this. Hold up.
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: Now we're back with our final thoughts
2: on Kuiperinas.
1: Michael, go ahead. Do it.
2: Not an order again for me. Uh, it is the, I'm swayed by the smell. I do not like the smell or the madness, taste of this. Madness. I don't like it.
0: Grassy? Yeah,
2: I just, uh, I'm not into it. I would, however. <laughs> I think you got, I would. you got some bad cachaça
1: because I'm not smelling shit other than like lime and ice. It is true. I may have gotten bad
2: cachaça on this day. I would <laughs> modify this. I would modify this with Tequila. I will try the uh, vodka one. Sure. Uh, I think tequila would be good in here. Well, I mean... Because I do like... I like the just insane amount of lime. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: is insane. That's a lot of lime. Tart to the taste. Mm
2: -hmm. Timothy.
0: Delicious. I love it. This soul brand cachaca you got, Jeff, it tastes like tequila to me. So I'm just having... Just a crushable beach drink. I want to be sitting in the hot sun... Down in Rio de Janeiro,
2: Chinese. <laughs> Rio would be a fun trip for us to take. Yeah. After Ooh. we do the, uh, the thing in Spain where we throw all the tomatoes around, zip on down to Brazil. Yep.
1: I like this little globe-trotting scenario we see ourselves in. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, this is... Oof, it's an order again, for sure. The question is, is it a Stone Cold Classic? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, I like that this so. drink is different enough where it feels like it gives you somewhere to go. I feel like any drink you love immediately, you're just going to get used to it over time. Familiarity, breeding contempt and whatnot. This gives you like a little bit of a weird thing you got to grapple with. And I think it's, it might be that, that weird little taste that you really fall in love with.
0: I agree. Let's say you're having, you got a, you got a, a couple of friends over at your place. It's a blazing hot Saturday afternoon. Do you want to make a marg? Oh, no, everyone has margs all the Too time. Too
1: salty, they'll say. Too salty. <laughs>
0: But you want something with a little spin on it that makes you say, "Oh."
1: Oh, herbaceous. Like the Sir Paul
0: McCartney <laughs> Marg.
1: Oh, <laughs> herbaceous. Yeah, the McCartney Marg was a weird one. Pretty Oh weird. yeah, that was that was intense. Pretty weird, Macca. <laughs> Maco.
0: Um so wait, did you say Stone Cold Classic or no?
1: I'm going to say this, I could see it being a Stone Cold classic. If it keeps
0: working hard.
2: If you have to think about it, and we've already got somebody who's not ordering it again, I'm afraid that ain't a Stone Cold classic to me. A
0: Stone Cold classic? <laughs> <laughs> Mike hates it. It's official.
2: Yeah, we got two
1: loves and one hate, sounds like. Mm.
0: Okay, two loves, one hate. Uh, that reminds me of, a. I saw this web video about, a certain amount number of girls and a certain number of cups, but um,
2: mm. oh, damn. two girls, two cups, not on the pod,
0: not on the pod. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna stick around after the pod, and we'll talk all about it. <laughs>
2: yeah, put the, keep that on the Patreon.
0: Okay, nasty. So we've talked about uh, a certain Brazilian drink, and what you know, we talk. Uh, the, Brazil has a rich uh, culture, rich history. Uh, as, as Brazil has brought much love to the world, but Jeff, you brought up specifically. Recently, a certain phenomenon, a certain lift oh, that oh. was was Brazilian, right? What did you say?
1: Uh, the BBL, baby. That's a Brazilian butt lift.
0: Are you ready for the big butt quiz? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Question. Uh, so I'll ask you uh, questions. You just blurt out the answer. You don't have to buzz in. You don't say your name or anything. Ooh, perfect.
1: Ooh, scary.
0: Qu- <laughs> Question one. Wop, wop, wop. This certified freak has said that her butt injections caused the craziest pain ever. Cardi B. Cardi B. Michael Cardi B.
1: Oh, I must have been like frames behind.
2: I That was a glitch.
0: <laughs> that
1: was looking, lag.
2: I'm looking. I had it even before the question was done, but I was waiting for Tim to.
0: I'm looking at the waveform here of the audio file. Yes, Jeff, you were two frames behind. Fuck. Uh, okay, question two. Your past doesn't equal your future. This motivational speaker is six foot seven. He must have a pretty big Tony ass. Robbins. Yes, Jefferson's nah. on the board. 1-1, one, one. how are you guys feeling? Good, but Good. I disagree. I could
1: picture him. I just couldn't think of the name. I think your past does determine your future.
0: Go ahead, Tim. You could be a rival guru, dude. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. Ooh, we should watch that, his documentary for the uh, Patreon. It's fascinating. Oh, oh, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. Question three. Mm-hmm. Ouch! This celebrity got his face scarred at one of our old watering holes.
2: Jason Momoa.
0: Jefferson. Ah,
2: okay. So this isn't necessarily people with known big butts. This is just big people. Wow. Well,
0: <laughs> are you meaning to tell me that you think that Jason Momoa doesn't have a big butt? It, the proportions of the guy, if you measured his ass, do you think his ass isn't big?
2: Where's JLo? Where's Kardashian?
0: Like, <laughs> <Hey>, come on! <laughs> okay, here we go. Question number four. <laughs> Boom! This Calabasas law woman has met Yeezy and Skeet. Uh,
2: Kim Kardashian.
0: <laughs> there you go. There She's you go. met
2: Yeezy and Skeet. <laughs> she met Yeezy. And she met Skeet. them. Yeah, uh, and a lawyer, too. Yeah, I guess I guess anyway. she's technically a lawyer.
0: She, uh, you know she's met Ray J. Come on. <laughs> wow. Watch yourself,
2: buddy. Watch it. We're not talking about that tape anymore.
0: Two-two. You guys are tied. How are you feeling?
2: I feel two, like two. a ballerina himself. Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: Okay. Ala Kazam. This actor starred in Kazam. Shaq. Jefferson. Shaq Attack. Booge.
1: Shaquille O'Neal.
0: There you go. <laughs> Okay, 3 2. Mm-hmm. Next question. <laughs> Look, we've all heard of a BBL, but Ooh. this guitar was played by BB King.
2: Lucille. Luc- oh, fuck, fuck,
0: fuck. There you go. <laughs> uh, a Black Gibson SG, I believe it was. Uh, Gibson Les Paul. Damn me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, it's tied oh. 3 3. So, the winner of this question takes it all home. Great. We the best, but I'm not convinced that this full figure DJ knows how to read. DJ Khaled. Jefferson won it. That's right. Yes. One time met DJ Khaled, and I don't think he knew how to read. Uh, Okay, but the winner of the game is Jeff. How do you feel?
1: Tim, I'm feeling on top of the world, ready to get one of those BBLs.
0: Oh right! Maybe the, you, winner,
1: the winner the winner gets, gets BBL, BBL money.
0: Usually we do scratch off money. But this hey, week let's
1: let's uh, here's a little mini quiz. How much do you think a BBL is? Well, I'll search for
0: one. I'm going to say four grand.
2: You know that's so funny. I I never know. Like I w- I would have thought like an uh, any type of body modification is like ten thousand dollars.
1: Okay.
0: Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: I bet, but that doesn't. But like I think it's more in the vein of four grand. So this is what uh
1: Google came up with um Google. the media a median industry price of fourteen grand wow Jeez. so so ranging from seven to twenty five grand but a median industry price of fourteen k that's pretty
0: cheap so yeah I mean I imagine the Beverly Hills fancy one
1: I mean you're gonna end up with a square butt if you get a uh,
0: <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a square seven. head I don't see why a square butt in <laughs> um well seven grand sounds pretty cheap maybe we, we do it We might be able to now. Cardi B, the one I was referencing in the quiz, she just had like a butt injection that was $800. It was like in like a basement in New York City before she was famous. She just got
1: there's Those are like. But then she probably got it. Those are bad. Redone deal. And
0: those are like temporary. You're just kind of like putting liquid into your butt and then it oozes away.
1: Like a lip injection. Yeah. Mm.
0: We should get fillers for the Patreon show.
1: Hey, there's plenty of fillers on this pod already.
0: <laughs> Ain't talking about that kind of filler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the big butt quiz? <laughs>
2: <laughs> if we went down to no fillers, I mean, this would be a, a five-minute podcast.
0: Yeah, people just tune in. They want to hear about the malord Spritz and get out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good. Got my news. See ya. This pod is all filler no killer <laughs>
1: That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also be sure to check out our Patreon where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys blowout, our weekly bonus episode. Can't get enough, boys? Check out the Patreon. That's patreoncom Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week.
0: Have a good one.
2: Bye all.
1: Bye all.